You're listening to another life-giving message from Living Faith Church San Diego. We are a church for sinners by sinners, and we are on a mission to help you discover your purpose, live in power, and live out your God-given potential. For more information about Living Faith Church, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Again, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Now open up your hearts and minds for this transforming message from Living Faith Church. Hey guys, welcome to Living Faith Church. I'm Stephen De La Cruz. I call myself not the pastor, but the biggest sinner. You are in for a treat. Let me tell you guys this right now, that God is on the throne, and no matter what happens uh, in the White House, it doesn't dictate what happens in our house, amen? So we pray that you be blessed, no matter what's going on in the economy, no matter what's going on in politics, or what's going on in our neighborhood, or what's going on with your dog. God loves you, and we thank you for joining us. Hey, tonight I want to talk to you guys about being happy all the time. You know, it's interesting because happy is like such a such an elementary word. It's like, oh, happy. Okay, yeah, I want to be happy. I want to be happy. But in the reality, happiness is not that common. We think to ourselves, oh, happy, you're going to smile, yeah, smile. But you know, how many of us know you can be, you can smile and still not be happy? You guys agree? You can smile and not be happy. You know, this is interesting because they said the guy who, who shot up Columbine was the happiest kid around. They would never imagine that he would do such a thing. Huh? He was, I mean, I, I think he had friends. He seemed like he was, he was friendly and happy, but yet he is the guy who shot up the entire high school. You see, you can have a smile on your face and still want to murder the person you're talking to. You know what I mean? Okay, so happy is interesting because when you're not happy, a lot of things happen. What happens? You're depressed, you're sad, you're not motivated. And so when people say, oh, I don't want to get out of bed today. Because there's, there's, there's no happiness, there's no excitement. Let me say this right now. Happiness is all about happenings. See, do you guys catch that? Happiness is about happenings. We're happy based on circumstances and situations. So the question is, if you want to be happy all the time, how do we do it? Because not all circumstances and all situations are good. Not all circumstances and situations are pleasant. How many of you guys know if you guys only have like four hours of sleep and you're ready to go to work the next morning, you're like, oh God, I don't want to get up this way. But how many of you guys know if you guys say, hey, we're going to go camping or we're going to go to Disneyland, whatever else, it doesn't matter if you have four hours of sleep, you're super excited right before the alarm goes off. Right? How does that work out? How does that work out? It's because you're happy and you're excited to look forward to something. And for the person who, who's not productive, who says, well, I'm not really productive, I don't feel like doing anything. I'm just lazy, I'm just bored, like my life is just boring. I feel like I'm just, ugh. It's because you're not happy. And something in them stole that. You see, we as children are always happy. How many of you have ever seen babies before and they just look at the toes and <laughs> they start laughing? It's your freaking toes, you know? Or it's the simplest things of like, you know, whatever it may be, just excites them. And then even when we get as a kid, every little thing you say, well, here's, here's a chopstick. Now a chopstick becomes an airplane, they're happy, they're excited. Oh, I got a chopstick, I got a chopstick, I got a chopstick, kid show. You know, it's like you're super excited as a child. But then something that happens to us in our life where we say, you know what, I'm no longer happy. So here's the thing. 
When we're happy, we are excited. When we're excited, we're what happens? We're productive. We are. Uh, we're we're friendlier. How many of you guys here know people who are uh, friendly and depressed people? No. When you're depressed, you're kind of like grumpy. Am I right? Yeah. You're kind of grumpy. So when you're when you're happy, oh that person's so happy, they're so pleasant to be with. How many of you guys know when you're doing business? Okay, you know they always they, pause. They always say that when you're talking to an audience, you gotta know who you're talking to. We're kind of a diverse group. Okay, so I'm gonna say we're, we're talking to business leaders right now. Who owns a business? Who wants to own a business? Okay, there you go, everyone, okay, everyone's a business leader. So listen, when you don't have a smile on your face, no one wants to do business with you. And if you're a grumpy person, you're always miserable, that energy is felt. So tonight, I wanna to talk to us about how to be happy all the time. Now, I, 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 you know, I was talking to Johnny actually two weeks ago. Johnny, the Lord, I want to preach on being all in. But then, as I'm writing the sermon, I'm writing the sermon of being all in. I had the word all in, and the song, because I'm happy, clap your hands if you No song, you know, I was like, okay, that's not God hunger. I'm trying to hear from you right now. And so I'm like, and then that song kept coming up, because I'm happy. I'm like, what the heck? So I just put it on YouTube. Okay, let me just watch this guy dance and sing. Okay, okay. And I was like, my sister good. But then I was like, no, like, wait. And then later on, the verse pops up to me. I'm looking at the verses. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I'm like, okay. And so I said, Lord, what is it you want me to preach? I want to preach about being all in. People dedicated to Jesus. And that's a good message to preach, right? But the Lord spoke to my heart and said, no, preach about being happy. And so as I'm writing this out tonight, I'm going to talk to you guys about being happy all the time. Once again, once you're happy, you are always you're more productive. People want to do business with you. People want to be around you. You're likable. And get this, the more happier you are, the more life expansion you have. The more energy you have. So my question is, who tonight wants to be a little bit more happier in your life? Yes? Good. Okay. Good. Even the grumpy one. Okay. So tonight, I'll talk to you guys about happiness, happy all the time. And it starts off with your beliefs. Say beliefs. I have a book called Success is All BS. And it's not BS as in the bull crap, but it's on the book on belief system. Success is all belief system. And they talk about your beliefs is how you believe, is how you behave, and how you behave is who you become. So if you believe that life is miserable and everyone's against you, guess what? You're going to act your life as though everyone's against you and everything about you is miserable. So you believe, then you behave that way. So if you believe small, then you begin to behave small. And guess what? Your becoming is become small. So you say, well, I believe big. Then you begin to act big, and then you get to be big. You see what I'm saying? So you, whatever you believe is how you behave, and how you behave is who you become. I hired a hypnotist myself to lose weight one time. <laughs> didn't work. But, uh, you know, honestly, I didn't want it to work. But the thing is, the hypnotist told me, said, said to me, okay, I want you to believe you're Kobe Bryant. You're Kobe Bryant. How does Kobe Bryant work out? I'm like, he doesn't work out, he's already fit, so I'm gonna go eat. <laughs> and so she was like, okay, it's not gonna work for me. Yeah, go home, go home, go home. So, but here's the thing though, in reality, they, that's, honestly, that's honestly how they say, your belief dictates your behavior, and your behavior dictates your becoming. I should really practice what they're preaching, but I'm not trying to lose weight, honestly, I love the food too much. Thank you, Hilda. So, listen to this, guys. 
if your belief dictates your behavior, then what are you believing about life? What are you believing about life? If you're believing like, oh, I don't know if I can go out there with this business idea, because people not, might, won't buy it, then guess what? You're gonna act as though people are not gonna buy it, so you might as well not start in the first place because you're wasting your time. Now, if you believe in all certainty in yourself and say, you know what? I have a product or I have a service that people want and need. You're going to go ahead and create that. You're going to do it. And you're going to go to the marketplace saying, guys, this is what you guys need. And now you act big. No, no insecurity. No, you say, how do I get confidence? Well, believe in what it is you're doing. Oh, i got to believe in myself. Well, believing in yourself, that's fantastic. But you got to be very nitty gritty. What do you believe in? I don't know if I'm a good public speaker, Steve. I don't know. Okay, then you're not a good public speaker. But if you say, you know, I am a fantastic public speaker. I'm going to come up here anyways and do it. Then do it and believe in it and do it. And guess what? You become it. What you believe is how you behave and how you behave is who you become. You don't have to, no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Believing, see, say, I can't, I have to see it to believe it. You know who coined that phrase is the Disney Corporation. The Disney Corporation said, I have to see it to believe it. You know why? Because they have a whole group called Imagineers. They have a group of people who get paid a full-time salary just to sit in a corner and just make believe and imagine. They imagine. That's all they do day in, day out for, for, for eight hours a day is just imagine. And then they, they come together and they think tank and they brainstorm. And they say, we have to see it in here before we can believe it, that it's possible. That's what they do. So, they, so here's the thing. What are you believing in your life right now? What are you believing for your future, your finances, your, your relationships, your, your, your success or failure? What are you believing for your life? The Bible says in Matthew 9, 29, Then he touched their eye, not seeing, and said, According to your faith, let it be done to you. First off, he touched their eyes. That's the, the aspect of vision. What are you seeing? He touched their eyes and said, according to your faith, let it be done to you. You know, people who are not the church, they call that law of attraction. Whatever you, whatever you put out, you, you will receive. Right? That's scripture, my friends. It's in the Bible. It's where it all started, for crying out loud. So don't think of combating each other. They're actually complimenting each other. The, the, the people out there are just catching up to the Bible. Okay? Here's the thing. You, can you believe the negative? Can you limit your life because you don't believe? The, ask, the answer is yes. Because you don't believe, you limit your life. Matthew 13, 58. Now he did not do many mighty works there because of their unbelief. Jesus, the almighty, powerful God in the flesh, could not do many mighty works in that area because of their unbelief. So that shows us, that shows me that even though God is God of the universe, the big almighty man up there, we can limit him by our unbelief. I don't know if I can actually do this. I don't know if I can actually pursue that. I don't know if you do that, then guess what? God's like, I ain't gonna do that. I got nothing to work with. Faith is a currency of heaven. You have to step out first before anything would ever happen. See, God's a gentleman. He doesn't just say like, you know, okay, I want you to be successful. Boom, be successful. Boom, have energy. No, you gotta first take the first step. Draw unto me and I'll draw unto you. Ask and then I will 
answer. You seek and then you will find. Not first and then the door will be open. You gotta take the first step. You have to do the very first step before anything ever happens. Say belief. So we have to, if we want to be happy all the time, we have to examine our beliefs. Next one, we have to examine our emotion. Some of us are way too dramatic, okay? Some of us are, well, okay, some people are looking, okay, calm down, calm down. Okay, we have to examine our emotion. Our emotion, it goes, it would be what? It's up and down, up and down, up and down. You're hot, then you're cold, you're yes, then you know. Right? Our emotions is so, it's a roller coaster. One moment we're super duper excited about life, and then in an instant, it's gone. And you're angry, and you're pissed off, and you're crying, and you're mad, you're gonna hit the dog. You know, I'm using the dog as an analogy. So, my friends, here's the thing. We have to tame our emotion. Our emotion is dictated by our emotion. So if we're over here saying like, oh my God, I just don't know how to control my emotion. Well, do some jumping jacks and dance. You know, Tony Robbins is a great guy. He has the seminars. He literally has people dancing for half an hour before he ever teaches anybody nothing. He says, you gotta teach, tell them to dance before you teach them. Back when we had our mastermind, our, our success circle, I had people dance, uh, inappropriate, the wobble, 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 you know, big booty, shake up. So um, we had people dance in the wobble. And the reason why is because motion dictates emotion. So if you ever say, I want to control my emotion right now because I can't make a clear decision, my head just start dancing. Start dancing. If you ever, your emotions are going crazy and you're like, I'm so stressed right now, start dancing. So those of you who are close to me, if we're ever, uh, if I ever see a moment, say, hey, dance. And I can see it right now, people are going to slap me. Okay, but I'm going to tell you to dance right now. But here's the thing. Our emotions dictate our energy of whether we have happiness or not. Here's the thing, facts are facts, but we create stories behind the facts of what is there. Does that make sense? So in psychology, they say like a child will be a child and mom walks to the other room. The child, the fact is mom walked to the other room. The story that the child's creating is mom doesn't love me, she's leaving me and doesn't want me. And creates a story in their head and they create that story in their head, they begin to live life according to that story. So we have to create a life where we say, you know what, I need to control my emotions. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. I'm sorry, no, that's the wrong word first. Proverbs, Psalms 43, 5. This is David speaking. Why my soul, my inner being, are you downcast? Why are you disturbed? Why are you so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. See, David over here is saying like, why are you so, he's talking to himself, okay? This is Bible right here, he's talking to himself in the mirror practically. He's saying, why are you angry? Why are you sad? Why are you downcast? Put your hope in God. You see, we need to control our emotions if we're gonna be happy all the time. And once again, happiness, Gives us all the benefits of joy and, and peace and, 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 and business and people want to be around us. So if you want to be happy, control your emotion. Check yourself. And the last part here is we've got to examine who we trust. You see, for us to be happy, we put our trust in different things. It's interesting. Because we say, I'm happy because I trust XYZ will happen. Or XYZ will occur. Or this person will come through for this situation. But if we don't have our trust 
in the right places, what happens is we end up going haywire. We lose our joy. We lose our happiness. See, it says in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your path. Now here's the funny part. Trusting is such a hard thing. Trusting. How can you trust something you can't see? How can you trust someone you can't see? But how many of you guys know that when you invite me to your home, which none of you guys invited me to your home, by the way, but if any of you guys invite me to your home, you trust I won't rob you. How do you know it's not going to happen? Well, you just trust. I'm not going to rob you, by the way. Okay? Which <laughs> are first sinners, my sinners. I am a big sinner, but I'm not going to rob you. Okay? <laughs> but how do I know that that's not going to happen? How do you know that when you're walking down the street, the guy who's coming down is going to stop at the stoplight? Because how many of you guys know that sometimes they don't stop and they actually do get killed, get hit? But you just trust. So how do you trust? It's a choice. It's a choice to trust. I'm going to trust in this being called God. That even though I don't see him, I don't feel him, I don't, you know, whatever else, I know that I know that I know I can trust him. And that he has his best interest for me. For us to receive happiness all the time, we have to examine our trust. John, if you come up here. Matthew 6, But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. Seek first his kingdom. My friends, if we want to attain all these things, we got to first seek his kingdom. And I know this is such an elementary talk, but it's such an interesting thing that we don't do. I don't do as my first order of business. When I'm going, my, my joy is leaving me. When my, my, my happiness is leaving me. We all have happiness leave us at times. I mean, no, oh my gosh, this is, this is really frustrating. And we end up living our life and our day, it just carries on. Stupid analogy, but Gage had a hard time fixing his bed. Ikea. Ikea's a devil. Okay? Some screws wouldn't go in places, and the, the, the bed, you have to pull it over here and then manipulate it and stab it in there. It's like, you know? But it's, are they Swiss? What are they? They're Swiss, right? Yeah, Swiss. I'll pray for you. <laughs> and then all we went to the casino at night. And then I was looking at my like, bro, we're at the casino, lighting it up. He's like, I don't know, I'm just this energy carried with him. And it's funny because our energy carries with us. I'm like, dude, you're not making the bed in the back of my head. I'm like, he's not even making the bed right now, but he looks frustrated. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't ask permission to use your analogy. But here's the thing. You wake up in the morning and you press the alarm and you're frustrated. Damn it, I'm five minutes late to work. And you, you go in the shower and you brush your teeth. Damn, I'm so late to work. And then you go to the toothpaste. Ah, my wife took the last toothpaste. <laughs> Not a little bad breath. And then we carry on and we go to we go to the drive through Starbucks and they give you your coffee, but you drive off and you miss your croissant. Oh man, I forgot my croissant. And you get frustrated. And it carries on throughout your day. You're saying, this is a horrible day. My day started wrong. This is a bad week. Don't mess with me. This is a bad month. Don't talk to me, guys. I am having the worst year of my life. 
and it carries on, and it carries on, and it carries on. One situation dictated your entire day. There's a popular meme on Facebook, hello memes, that said, if you had $100 and $1 ripped, do you get the rest of the $99 and just throw it in the air and say, screw it all? No. You don't. You're like, okay, I, I, I lost the dollar. That sucks, but I still have my nine. I'm going to take care of this now. Your day may start wrong one moment. You may have a situation one day out of the month, one month out of the year. But understand this, the Bible says, His mercies are new every morning. You know, I'm preaching to myself. I've been having a tough week. And I think that's what the Lord is having me preach this. Is the aspect of like, you need to be happy, bro. <laughs> Psalms 27. Some trust in chariots. Some in horses. But we will trust in the name of the Lord our God. My friends, I'm going to propose you something here. That maybe the very thing that you're frustrated about is actually a blessing in disguise. You know, there was a man, I don't know the name, but let's call him Jack. He woke up one morning and his alarm says, oh man, my alarm got unplugged because the power in the building turned off. So he didn't go to work. Another lady went to her car, started the car, the engine blew a fuse. Like, dang it, frustrated, angry. Didn't get a chance to go to work, was late to work. Another person went to the subway, going towards the subway, forgot their pass and their wallet. So couldn't make it to work because, ah, I forgot my wallet and my pass. Another person, they were having a fight with their, their spouse, but they get divorced and they're yelling at each other. And says, you know, I'm not going to work today because I'm going to deal with you. We're going to deal with this divorce right now, right here. And he was frustrated. All these situations happened. True story. And that's the reason why every one of those people didn't make it to work in the Twin Towers. And the situation that we all know happened yesterday, well, 20 years ago, yesterday's memorial, they missed their death sentence because of what frustrated them. Now, I'm not trying to degrade or, or talk down on what happened on 11 but these people were being interviewed on Oprah and talking about their biggest frustration was actually their biggest blessing. So my friends, what if you did wake up 10 minutes late or like your dog pooped everywhere they got time to clean it up and you, can't, you had to miss your appointment? What if maybe the situation you're dealing with is not pleasant but I love Romans 8.28 for what the enemy meant for bad God turns around for good. That all things work together for good to those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So rather than us being frustrated at life and hating the situations that we're in instead pray about it and say God I hate this we have to go but instead say Lord what are you doing 
for my good in spite of the hell I'm going through. My friends, God is bigger than all of your crap you're going through, all of the situations and the heartache and the heartbreak and the, the, the stresses and the frustrations. God is so much bigger than all of that. It's not God meant. God didn't create 9-11. God didn't create uh, coronavirus. He didn't create any of that. But you see, what the devil does put before you to make you stumble, the Bible says God will use it as your stepping block to step on and go to the next level. But it's up to you and I to make that choice to, to go ahead and just be grumpy that it's there. Say, hey, I'm supposed to stumble on that. Or just shut your mouth and just walk on top and say, now I'm higher. I'm bigger. I'm better. What's meant to take me down is lifting me right up. Amen? Yes, amen. Everyone, close your eyes, bow your heads. Father God, tonight, to those in the sound of my voice, I pray that we choose happiness. It's a choice. I pray that we choose, in spite of the frustration with Ikea, we choose to be happy. In spite of all the, the craziness, we choose to examine our beliefs. We examine our, 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 our emotions and we examine our trust, where we put our trust. Our beliefs, our emotions, and our trust. God, I pray right now that we, we begin to remember this sermon. That every time frustration comes our way or, or a temptation of anger and hate and, and bitterness of, of the situation and stresses, that we remember belief emotion and trust and remember the word that all of these young kids use today Ben in the name of Jesus we pray Amen 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 Thanks for listening to this life-giving message from Living Faith Church For more information about our church text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303 Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and we will see you next time on the Living Faith Church Podcast.